Podcasts from the Cat. Lovely to have you on the show, Paddy, and thanks for taking time out. I know how busy you are. Uh, unfortunately, you know, you would have normally been up at, uh, at the batch watching a game of rugby, um, but times are different. So, Paddy, I mean, tell us, you know, the, the pandemic has caused massive disruption on all levels of sport from elite down to grassroots. Now we're seeing some elite games and competitions across across the groups. Uh, but for Sam Batch RUFC, you have many registered players across many teams, many age groups. How devastating has this been from for the rugby community in Sam Batch? Yeah, I think you're right. First of all, I think it's a problem for all sports. Um, like as at Sam Batch, we've been had an entire season lost. I think we last played was February was last last year. Yeah, and I think. It's a bit different for rugby. It's very much a habit game. It needs playing on a regular basis. It's not quite like football. You could probably not play for a year or two and still pick your boots up and do a decent job. But I think rugby's a little bit different because of the physical uh, nature of it. And players and supporters, they, they seek something else to do, I think. So that that's always a bit of a worry for us. And you'll get guys who are perhaps getting towards the end of the playing days and they find other things to occupy their interests. So I think the worry for rugby as a whole is this sort of a, a potential lost generation and the impact on the game. Yeah. So there's that side. And then, of course, there's the, the financial impact. that um, it, it varies in different clubs are, are sort of financed different ways, but clearly a bar take and the like and programmes and things like that, sponsorship of games, has a major, major influence on it. So... Yeah, it, it, it is a worry. I think at, at some match we're probably a little bit more fortunate than some other clubs in how we're structured, but nonetheless, it, it is a concern. Yeah, of course. And, I mean, you mentioned now, you know, about Sandbach, you are a real community club, uh, but you've not stopped in ensuring that the players, staff, volunteers, supporters even, have continued to be involved. Tell us, Paddy, just, just some of the things that you've been doing up at uh, Bradwell Road there. Well, I think it's important you use this time wisely. Um, I think there's a tendency during the normal season just to look at the the, the day job, the day-to-day. And so it does give you a little bit of time to look at these things strategically. I mean, uh, so it's sort of like long-term and short-term sort of planning that we've been doing. I mean, we've had a strategy now, which I think the original started off at the turn of the end. Um, the millennium there and uh, had a number of initiatives. I think we've reviewed it a couple of times um, that have actually been achieved from building gyms, extending the clubhouse, these type of things. You know, but also in the in the downtime that we've had this last 12 months, there's been physical work such as repainting all the clubhouses, which uh, one of the club sponsors has done, installed patio doors in the clubhouse. We've built a thing, what we call the Hall of Fame as you enter the club, which is a lot of the sort of some some of the past players who've come through the club who've gone on to play professional rugby or uh, represent the country at whatever age level. So there's a little sort of um, uh, shirts and memorabilia all to to those sort of guys. So there's there's that end of the the thing, uh, and we've just given the a sort of a, the okay to implement a new finance system. So it's things like nowadays with card payment uh, so you can do it even in the sponsors box which is a good you know uh, 100 yards away from the clubhouse so there's a sort of planning through to the the sort of short term where there's a big focus on social media our, our 
our social media team have done a fantastic job. Yeah. So we've produced things like um, digital programs. So our sponsors at least are still getting a degree of coverage. We've had things like try highlights um, from the best tries that we scored last year and votes for that, which has all been on the likes of YouTube, coaching videos, or, um, or particularly our mini juniors to try and improve, uh, you know, coach the coaches, so to speak. Yeah. Uh, similarly for the players, there's drills and moves and patterns that they have to follow on social media and the like or examples from games. And then there's, it's kind of like the social elements, which is key to community rugby clubs like ours. With um, we'll have again uh, YouTube videos of sort of Q and A sessions with senior players or the Colts or what we call the Alakadoos, the senior members of the club. Um, there's been issues on regularly on things like Facebook with members of the club on uh, you know how it all started and where they are now. Uh, tour memories at the moment, I think, is, is doing the rounds. Uh, so there's, there's, there's that side, and then there's the, the physical side. So at the moment, we're just doing a, uh, a lockdown three challenge, where the, the idea is to virtually run around all the grounds of the Premiership. Yep. Um, and we had a similar thing with a house challenge, where we split the club into four different houses uh, with points awarded for cycling and running and walking or whatever and when we could do a little bit of training because uh, we had an inter-touch tournament as well so they're the sort of things that we we have been doing and there's quite a few others besides but I think the key is to try and keep people uh, interested and, and aware and busy yeah, yeah. I must admit, you know, I love the house competitions. Obviously, it's a university thing, or it takes you back to to school, doesn't it? As you know, I'm from the northeast, so ours was Annick, Bamborough, Chillingham, and Warkworth. So uh, I was always in Bamborough. Uh, there we go. But no, I thought it was a, that was a tremendous uh, initiative, actually, Paddy. And you know, people who are maybe just new to the area, etc., might think that it's it's nothing's happening there. But people can still get involved, can't they? Oh, certainly can. Um... But uh, as I say, we're always looking for volunteers. I mean, that is the key to community clubs like ours. And even if you can only spend just a little bit of time, then you can, you know, you'd be welcome with uh, open arms. There's always some new project or something like that we're looking at, or just some general maintenance. We've all got different sort of skills that you can call on. And of course, it, you get a, a real benefit from volunteering the people you meet as well and that that sort of ownership thing that you get. So I'd, I'd always welcome those guys down off. Even when we get playing uh, again, just to come down and watch a game. Um, I, I still believe that the sort of standard that we play is, is good to watch, uh, and it's perhaps not quite so um, uh, sort of at the top level. You find it can be a little bit repetitive, a little bit too physical. So yeah. it's, it's that good balance of of a decent standard uh, without maybe that sort of rigidity that you get in the premiership games. Absolutely. And you mentioned there, you know, so it is a good standard. It's it's, it's, it's a great afternoon now. I've loved my time down there when I've been down with Mark Reed and, and John Henshaw, uh, to name just a, just a couple. So on the competitive side, Paddy, um, obviously as far as this con uh, season is concerned, Will we get anything, do you think? Can you see it happening? Or, or do you think there might be some sort of maybe summer tournament type rugby coming? It's difficult to say. Clearly, whatever happens, it's, it's going to have to be phased in. Yeah. Uh, 
than we were due to play in a, uh, a week's time just before Christmas. So that's an example of how flexible it is. And so a lot, I think, depends on the effectiveness of the vaccine and the reduction in uh, cases. Uh, it's likely to be an adapted form, I think, which is what we were going to be playing anyway. So there's things like uh, scrums that, that disappear, uh, malls, etc. So I think if we do get anything, it will be adapted, certainly initially. And I can't see anything uh, uh, until mid-February uh, uh, before we even get anything like to, to even get back to, to training. So yeah. and because it's a physical game, you can't just suddenly start to play. It's got to be phased in with contact and the like. So uh, at best, you're probably talking uh, you know, March, April, maybe May. Now, you're right, it could well be you could have summer rugby, and I think that would depend on the RFU's view on it all. I think you have to be a little bit careful, though, because the season then starts again in September properly. You've got all games in September, uh, sorry, in August. So you're going to, I think, you'd expect players to have a little bit of a break anyway because of holidays and all these kind of things. You can see people wanting a break after being in lockdown. So... I can see the likes of May at best. So summer, I'm not just too sure. Grounds can get quite hard unless you've got real top quality grounds. And um, so I would expect maybe just just you know, late late spring at best. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it's uh, that's a good call actually, Paddy. And and finally, a final question from me is that looking to the future, and of course, in an ideal world, what's the vision and the ambition for Soundbatch? Because you are a very ambitious and progressive club, aren't you? We are. I think the actual stated aim is to establish uh, Sandbach as the, the best club in Cheshire, both on and off the field. Now, how you define that is, a, is another matter. I think, again, it'll be interesting to see the effect of the pandemic. Uh, uh, I think you may find more come back to us because of the sort of financial knock-on effect. I mean, it, it, it's one thing for sure, we're not going to change how we're structured. You know, we don't intend to start paying our players. That's not what we're about, but what we're, that, that doesn't mean to say we're not professional on how we go about lots of things. So I think our aim has always been to ideally develop our own players um, with top quality coaches, which we certainly have. We've got a really good coaching team. Uh, and I think to a degree, success breeds success. So um, we do find you know local players uh, coming to us who want to develop. Uh, and look to bring through our mini junior players. We've got some real good players coming through, some cracking Colts lads at the moment, and that's the way I think we would look to go. We'll we'll go to the level that the players take us to. Yeah. I think we're all still looking though to, if we can generate cash to improve our facilities. So as I talked about the strategic plan, you know there are plans for things like um, you know 5G pitches and stuff like that going forward because you can see how maybe the game is going because one thing's for sure if you if you just stand still then everybody eventually overtakes us you know some of our sides that we play for instance Burton you know they've sold their ground but they'll be having brand new facilities yeah Linda Oda uh, are getting new facilities so you have to I think keep improving your facilities even just to stand still so we'll still be doing that as well um but in terms of the, the level that we'll go at, then uh, we'll certainly give it a good go next season because there's a, a bit of a league restructure. 
but we'll see where we get after that. Well, I think if anybody is, as I mentioned before, new to the area, or maybe you've lived in the area a long time and you haven't been down to Bradwell Road, then do yourself a favour. You know, it's uh, the, the, when the when things start to play, when compassive matches are there, it's only a few quid to get in, and it's a great afternoon or of entertainment, and you'll be well looked after. Paddy, it's always as ever. It's an absolute pleasure to speak to you. We wish you, the board, all of the players and coach and staff and everyone connected with the club, obviously the very, very best. And you'll always keep us up to date with what's going on, won't you, Pat? Certainly will, Gary. Certainly will. Great stuff. Paddy, stay safe. Um, regards to you and the family, and you look after yourself. Cheers, now, Gary. Go to listen.thisisthecat.com for more podcasts and more ways to listen.